Have you been thinking about buying, selling, or investing in real estate? Tyler and Shana Camps with Keller Williams Realty have been serving New Mexico families for over 10 years. With their knowledge and guidance, you're guaranteed to have a slam dunk experience. Give them a call at 505-615-8437. Davis Healthcare Navigation is a woman-owned business with 29 years of healthcare experience, including floor nursing, medical device sales, and health plan experience. Davis Healthcare Navigation can help your healthcare business with strategic business development, contract negotiations to include value-based contracts and marketing needs. Stacey Johnson Davis can also assist families to navigate healthcare for you or your loved ones. Call 505-401-6537 to discuss your healthcare navigation needs. All right, welcome back to the Pit Press Podcast. Um, I'm today, so I guess I'm Ryan Tamori. Um, this truly is a special edition, and we're happy to have this gentleman on. Um, today's show, our, our next guest is a former UNM football player who played safety for Danny Gonzalez and Rocky Long, and he started his career here in, at UNM in 2019. He had a phenomenal 2022 season with 93 total tackles. 50 of them were solo. He also had one interception. He was first-team All-Mountain West Conference in 2020, and that same year he finished fourth on the team in tackles with 33. Again, that was a shortened season, and he led the team He led the team that year with four interceptions, with his, which is impressive. Uh, he finished first in the Mountain West with interception. Uh, I miswrote that, sorry. Um, but anyway, our guest is – I always do that, man. I'm so sorry. Our guest is Jarek Reed II, who is getting ready for the NFL draft. How are you, sir? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing great. I'm blessed to be here, and I appreciate you guys for having me on the show. No, trust me, we appreciate you. Um, I I totally butchered my intro there, uh, and I'm sorry. I'm trying to juggle a billion things at once, but I'm going to backtrack here big time. You were first team All Mountain West Conference in 2020, and honorable mention in 2021. Do you feel that you played better in 2021 than just getting honorable mention, or does that not matter to you? Oh, no, I for sure believe that in 2021 and also 2022 that I played better than my first team all-conference year in 2020. Um, I just believe that the stats prove that. But, you know, it's not up to me. My job is to go out there and play football and try to win games for my team. So whoever's, you know, sitting at that desk and coming up with who's first team and who's not, I mean, that's on them. I can't control that. But for sure, I believe that and the stats prove that. Um. You know, looking back at at 2020, and I don't want to dwell on that too too much, but since I've got you here, um, you guys were in Vegas for that whole time. Have you ever experienced anything like that in your life? No, not at all. Um, we was the only team in college football that year that ever did something like that, where you pack up and you ship your whole team, coaches, trainers, advisors, players, 10 hours away to go stay at a resort, a hotel for two, three months for your whole season. So nobody, I can say that, that I know of has experienced that. And that was a crazy experience. But, you know, you learn from it. And you just adapt and you just keep going. Uh, switching gears, looking ahead to the draft. And again, the, the 2023 NFL draft is thir- starts Thursday night with the first round and the second round. And, 
and third, fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh round continue through Sunday, and it's in Kansas City this year. Uh, you had an outstanding pro day. What kind of confidence does that give you going into the draft? Well, it gives a lot of uh, a lot of confidence. You know, it just shows that the hard work that I put in for those four months from January until my pro day, and also the work that I did in the beginning, um, before then, and the people who have instilled in me so that I can perform the way I did on pro day, you know, just to be third, um, tied for third among all safeties in the country that went to the uh, combine. Um, and then just everything, I every category that I did at the pro day, I was top five in or top 10 out of every DB in this upcoming draft. So that just sparks a lot of confidence in myself. And then, you know, it just shows the scouts that I can compete with this by anybody else that they have on their board. What kind of feedback have you received from Venable scouts as far as your draft prospects? Uh, a lot. Uh, give me one second. Sure. Uh, sorry about that. Had to ask the question again. Um, what what kind of feedback have you received from NFL scouts as far as your draft prospects goes? I heard great things. You know, uh, this this past couple of weeks, I've uh, talking to on the phone, Zoom calls, and I've taken a couple of visits to those facilities from a lot of different teams and a lot of different scouts. You uh, Kansas City recently had you in for a visit. What kind of experience is that like having with a defending Super Bowl? team having interest in you you're breaking up oh my bad man can you hear me now yeah i can hear you clear okay perfect give me one second it it means the world honestly like you just said that team just won a super bowl that not many teams could say they did and they have some of the most elite players on their on their organization on their team and to bring me in on a visit to see their facility, to meet their coaches, to be around their players is an honor. You know, it just goes to show what hard work gets you. And just being around those coaches and hearing what they have to say about me, the good things of how they love my film, my numbers at Pro Day were great. And coming up to this uh, this draft in a couple of days, you know, being one of those prospects that they might draft, you know, it's just great to be in this position. Do you think playing in Rocky Long's defense um do do you think sorry, let me ask that question again. Do you think playing in Rocky Long's defensive scheme and it being a little bit more complex, do you think that's gonna help you in the pros? Oh, a hundred percent. That's the one of the reasons why I'm in the position I am now, because the versatility that you have to have to play in that defense. You know, it's not just one guy playing this one position. You know, all all the de- second like all the safeties in that backfield have to be versatile and be able to play free safety, strong safety, nickel, depending on the play call, depending on what side of the field you're on, it doesn't matter. You have to be able to know every single thing at any given point. So just playing in that defense and showing off the skill set that it takes to play in that defense is helping me right now as being a prospect in this coming up draft. Which teams have had you in for their top 30 visits? Uh, Seattle Seahawks and uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Gotcha. Uh, how did the visit go with the C- How did the visit with the Seahawks go? Uh, you know, Pete Carroll has a long-standing reputation reputation for assembling teams with good secondaries. I mean, you know, I throw out the Legion of Boom there, but um, and then you had you know that team that won a God. Now I'm I'm turning into an old man because that was ten years ago. But um, you know that team he he picked up a lot of like no-name players from the Pac-12 that built that team that won a Super Bowl and won, had several good years. But what makes you a good fit in that system? 
um, like I spoke on earlier, the versatility, the football IQ, the awareness, and then just the all-around skill set to play in that defense. You know, you got to be physical. You got to be fast. You got to be able to, to um, move at a moment's notice. You know, you can't just be out there and be a one-dimensional player. You have to be able to be athletic and be put in situations where you might have to change your position at a given point during that game. And so just having Pete Carroll send me out uh, on the plane to come visit his um, facility and sit down with him. It, it, it was great to learn from him and just be one of those players that he admire and think that I have a chance to play on his team. Uh, UNM, you played all over the secondary, um, but when needed, you became a primary slot defender. Do you prefer to be closer up to the line of scrimmage playing the slot or playing off from depth and coverage? Uh, closer up for sure, just because, you know, that's where the skill set and athleticism comes into full effect because you're around the ball. Either you're in the run read or you're in the pass game. And every single snap you're you're involved in either the O-line's count or the quarterback's um, read when he's dropping back the pass. So it's just it's a lot that goes on with being close to the box and playing nickel. You know, you got to disguise a lot. You have to be, be able to move, like I said, at a moment's notice. And so I just... I like to be close to the box just so it shows off that skill set and versatility. What what separates you in your own mind from other safeties in the draft? Um, my my preparation to the game, the stuff I do before the game even starts, before the game week even starts, the way I watch film, go over my notes, diagnose film, but also how I take care of my body. You know, um, when you look at my my snap counts for the, over the last three years, there's never been a time where I rotated with a guy or I think in four years I missed two games. So just being able to be available, my availability when it comes to the game, I think that that just goes to how I prepare, take care of my body, and do the little stuff off the field. Um, not many guys are doing that. Some guys are, some guys Uh, which NFL player, maybe a safety, do you, does your game resemble the most? I don't care if it's a current player or past or present, but uh, which NFL player do you think um, you you resemble the most? Um, for me, I think it's two players. So I feel like my game is a mix of Buddha Baker, who plays for the Arizona Cardinals, um, and then Tyron Matthew, who plays for the New Orleans Saints now. And I say that because Buda Baker is more so like a, a post-safety, downhill, hard-hitting box safety who can make tackles, bring the boom every single time downhill. And then you have Tyron Matthew, who's a finesse guy in coverage. You know, he like he can, he can read the offense well, cover your slot guys if need be. And if you mix those two guys' game, you get Jerry Reed. So I like to watch those guys. And we're we're both all both of those guys and myself are all the similar size. So I like to watch guys my size because there's no point in me. Like I'll watch guys who are six three like Durham James, but there's stuff that he can do that physically I can't. So I like to watch the guys my size and take stuff from their game and add it to mine. Uh, I mean Derwin James is what referred to as like the Swiss Army knife. He does everything. Um do you do you think you emulate a little bit of his game? No, yeah, for sure. And that's where you, the, the main point you hit on the Swiss Army knife, the versatility. I feel like that's that's a big part of my game that I get from him, you know, being able to play in the box at a high level and also being able to drop in coverage or cover a guy man to man by yourself. Um, I'm I'm able to do both of those things. And so that's one of that's one of the pieces of his game that I take and add it to mine. Uh 
I mean, I, I I know I asked you about the, you know, what did it mean like visiting Kansas City, but was there a little bit more excitement because you just compared yourself to Tyrone Matthew? He sort of rejuvenated his career there. He went on to win a Super Bowl. I mean, that had to kind of an open-ended question here. That had to add to the excitement, right? That had to add to your enthusiasm heading into this weekend. Oh, yeah, 100%. Just because, like you said, he was in the same room that I'm sitting in talking to the same coaches that coached him. So it's like, I mean, if this guy my size, who I, I, I think I'm similar to right now, I mean, if he can do it at this organization, I mean, with these coaches, why can't I? And so for them to bring me in shows you that they think I'm very similar to him. It could be him or better. You know, so just being in that, it for sure raised the, you know, excitement and the thought process of how, uh, of me as a player. You know, speaking of, and I'm back going into the past, you know, the the one name that just doesn't resonate even with defense in, in Albuquerque, but with the University of New Mexico is Brian Urlacher. Um, did that have any incentive to to you when, when you were coming and, and playing here? Honestly, no. Um the, the New Mexico people are going to hate me when I say this. Like, when I got the offer to New Mexico, I knew of Brian Erlacher, but I just knew of him because he was a Hall of Famer guy at that time. I didn't know about his past. I didn't know that he was a punt returner in New Mexico, running back punt returns for touchdowns and catching interceptions and stuff like that. I had no idea until I got to that locker room and I saw his face all around the building. So Brian Erlacher honestly didn't have any impact when I came to New Mexico. No, that that's understood, and I like that candid answer. Um, before I let you go, um, you know, UNM still, Danny Gonzalez still building a program. Uh, what, what, what do you feel like the outlook is for 2023 with them? I know you're not going to be here, but do you think that that coach Gonzalez can get this thing turned around and, 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 and sort of have a winning culture here and, and, and have a winning season, winning seasons going forward? Yeah, of course. Of course. I played with coach G for three years, so I understand him and I understand what he's trying to do. It's just going to take a, a true set foundation of when guys come and go, they understand this is how we're going to do things here. You know, this is the way I wanted to run, and this is, how to, this is the DNA of New Mexico, and this is how we're going to do things here. Lay that foundation down, and then you just bring guys who fit that that culture and going to un, uh, understand what we're trying to do here. Um, it's hard, you know, with the whole portal situation. You know, you got guys coming and going all the time, but the guys who do come, you let them know, like, hey, this is how things are run here. You know, if you're, if they stay a year or two, well, that year or two that they stay, we're going to be a winning culture, a winning team. Those one or two years, and we're going to recruit guys again the next year, and those are going to be the same guys that next year we're going to win and win with as well. And we're just going to keep that pattern going, and then sooner or later we're going to become a winning organization again. You, uh, you're from Mississippi. What was the culture shock like coming to <laughs> to Albuquerque, New Mexico, over college? <laughs> Oh, it was a whole 180, man. You know, I'm, I left the soul food at home. There was not that many black people, you know, so it was just like, and I n- didn't know anybody. I didn't have friends. I didn't have family out there. So coming to New Mexico was a, a big cultural shock. I never saw mountains before. We don't have, um, we don't have elevation out here. You know, it's a lot of trees, a lot of greenery. So not having that going into a desert where we have snow, uh, sandstorms, uh, no rain. No clouds in the sky, like it was. It was crazy, um, but the people of Albuquerque and New Mexico in general are great. You know, they they took me in like I was one of their own. They took care of me when they saw me out. They they spoke. They told me how uh, a great of a player and a young man I was, and they were just great people all around. And so after I say after a year, the next three years went by smoothly, and I had no problems in New Mexico, and I loved it. He is entering. 
he is hoping to be drafted this weekend, which I imagine you would be. Uh, it's a very, I would say, probably one of the most exciting times in your long, young life. Uh, Jarek Reed, a former safety with the University of New Mexico football team. Uh, he's been preparing for the draft. Uh, man, we can't thank you enough. And with the way things go in uh, this weekend, we'd love to have you on again post-draft. Um, but again, we can't appreciate your time here at the Pit Press. Appreciate you guys once again for having me out here. It's been a blast. And um, yeah, feel free to call me anytime. And we'll talk soon. The Pit Press Podcast.